there, this is Tiff and welcome to the Tiffany Micah podcast. What we do here is we solve your problems so that you're out there working on achieving your big dreams and big goals. So when you listen to these episodes, if you can do me a favor, take a screenshot of the episode that you're actually listening to, share it on social media and share it with your friends with hashtag potential with tip so that i can give you a shout out and really thank you for listening because i'd really appreciate it hey there this is tiff and welcome to the tiffany micah podcast now today uh what i've also got in store for you and i've created a new segment called ask tiff and what uh, we want to do here is I want you to send through some questions and ask me some questions on how to solve the biggest frustrations that are going on for you with your sport or, or anything really, whatever um, is really playing on your mind and you want to get that problem solved, just come to my website at tiffany-mica.com and if you scroll down on the home page there, you'll actually see um, uh, what holds you back so it's a um, an area where in which you can click on and you can ask me a question about what's going on for you and I will share that in the podcast now I won't share your name unless you want me to um so like I said if you've got something that you're really frustrated about and you want want some help with that just go to my page and my website sorry my home page and uh, follow the prompts there and send through the questions so I can have that answered for you and if you'd like me to mention your name on the episode then I will do that if you want to keep it confidential I'm happy to do that just let me know either way. Okay, so this question here comes from Justine. I'm actually not sure where Justine is from, but um, thanks, Justine, for this question. And Justine writes, Hi, Tiff. I want to ask you this question, if I may. When I play in tennis tournaments and that I find I come up against players I have played before and sometimes I lose to them, I know I am so much better than what they are, yet I get nervous when I'm drawn to play them because I don't know what, I don't want to lose. Do you have any suggestions what I can do here? So thank you, Justine, for that question and yes let's look at the main points though first Justine so what we've got here is that you've played a player before you've been drawn to play them again you have beaten this player before and you've also lost to this player before you get nervous because you don't want to lose again I understand that one big time and you don't uh, you know that you are a better player than them, but you don't always show that in your games or or even on the scoreboard. So this is a general overview, Justine, is what I want to share with you here, is that I see that you have a fear of losing, uh, a fear of failure, and that's not a, don't think that's a, that's a, you know, a big thing that's going to stop you back and hold you, hold you back from, achieving what it is that you want to achieve but it's good that you're actually reaching out and saying look I've got this problem this is making me nervous I don't want to lose what what can I do to solve this problem so 
The problem that we see here is when we have a fear of failure against something, even in our sport, it tends to come up in everything else that we do. So the questions I have for you here, I just want you to think about that. And if you are not Justine and you're listening here today, I want you to be thinking about this for yourself because this is for you too. What do you think or believe when you see that person's name that you're drawn against? I want you to be thinking about what they, your initial feelings are towards that person. So are you excited about it? Do you believe that you can win or do you dread it? I want to know what's going on through your mind. So that's really the first question that I have in regards to what's going on here. Are you excited? Do you believe you can win or do you dread it? Now, I'm going to assume that you dread it because when we have a thing that comes up and we've got drawn against a player that we've played before, we uh, have lost to them and we've also beaten them, but we don't want to lose to them because we know that we're so much better. Sometimes what starts to happen is that we, we go through this thing where we're dreading playing them because we don't want to lose. And especially if you know that you can beat this person and you haven't beaten them lately, but you know that you can beat it beat them, uh, you you sort of dread it because you don't want to go through that that pain of, of the loss. So let's look at what goes on here when you dread it. So and what I mean by that is what do you focus on when you dread having to go through that and play against that person? So the focus usually is is that you're focused on losing, you're focused on being humiliated, you're focused on not being a good enough player. You're focused on that you doubt your abilities. Your attitude even towards it would be, oh, well, I won't work so hard because I'll probably lose anyway, especially when you're dreading. And that what happens when you do that, you reaffirm when you lose that you'll never be good enough and that just continues on. So what it's showing here is there's the, the, the focus is you're focusing on dreading it. So there's a lot of negative things that are coming up here. But can you see what your focus is on here just by looking at this losing, being humiliated, not being a good enough player? You doubt your abilities. Your attitude is like, oh, well, I'll probably lose anyway. So what you're focusing on here is you're focusing on performing badly. You're focusing on losing you're focusing on not being good enough. You're focusing on not being the tennis player that you want to become. Now, these are just thoughts that have that have, have come up here, but you haven't even got onto the court yet, and, and you've only seen the draw. And look at all these things I've already mentioned that you're focusing on performing badly, you're focusing on losing, you're focusing on not being good enough, you're focusing on not being the tennis player you want to be, you're focusing on uh, being humiliated, you're focusing on doubting your abilities, you're focusing on not working as hard as what you normally would. Right. So These are just thoughts and you haven't even got on the court yet. So can you see how these thoughts running through your mind can actually be detrimental? So the question here is, what can we do to prevent the dread? So in, instead of dreading something, let's prepare instead, okay? So the question is, is what can we do to prevent the dread? Let's prepare instead. So this is where you should be looking at where you have an advantage, okay? You're lucky um, that you've played this person before, so you understand how they play. So what, what, what we want to do here is we want to make a list. 
And this is what you can do for every player in the future that you can compile. And I've given it a name. You can call it something however you want it, but my opponent's book. And you want to have this separate notebook so that you can compile a a list so that you can understand what's going on and understand your opponent so much better. So here's some questions to ask in your um, book that you're going to call my opponent's book or something else that you want to call it. So here's uh, number one question. There are a few here because I want to get you really thinking about your opponent. Okay, I want you to be focusing on them and what you can do to ensure that you play your best performance against them. So number one, what does my opponent do well? So that's what you want to be asking that question for is you want to understand what they do really well. So I've given some examples here like do they move around the court really well? Are they fast? Do they have solid ground strokes? Do they stay at the baseline and rally rally endlessly? Make a whole list of things that they do really well because we need to identify what they do really well, okay, because that's where an area in which they're quite strong. Number two, then what we want to do is ask this question, what does my opponent not do well? Okay, so they might, you might ask the question, are they, are they slow moving forward into the court towards the net? Do they not like coming into the net? Or do they struggle with lobs over their head? Or do they lose track of the score? Look at all of the areas in which you can identify what they're not doing well. Okay, so we know what they do well, and then we want to identify what they don't do very well. Number three, what are my opponent's weapons? So the majority of tennis players these days, they usually have an area in which they're stronger or or dominate on one particular area in their game. So I want you to be having a look at that. Is, you know, is their forehand their weapon or their backhand or their serve or their volley or their forehand down the line or their cross-court forehand playing passing shots? Whatever it is, look at what their weapons are and then outline what those are as well. Number four, what are my opponent's weaknesses? Now, what we're looking at here is not so much what your opponent doesn't do well. It's what your opponent doesn't do well is like even the movement and all of this kind of thing. What I want you to be looking at what my opponent's weaknesses are is like their actual strokes. Like, you know, are they weak at volleying? Are they Do they not like high backhand volleys? Do they... Not, they're not very good at, at lobs over their head or they can't rally for more than two forehands cross court or they don't like low balls or they they can't handle high top, high top spin balls or something like that right so you can see what we're doing here is that we're compiling a list right we want to identify what their weaknesses are now number five we want to also look at what is their mental attitude like so because this is important that you know this as well. So do they throw tantrums when they lose or are they fired up when they're winning or they always shake their head when they make mistakes or what do they say when they talk to you? I want you to be looking at all of that kind of thing in the sense of their mental attitude towards their game. You want to you be like, 
um, a psychologist or a, a human behavioral specialist and really understanding what's going on with your opponents. Okay, it's really important that we do that. So once you've identified these five questions, then we can create a game plan. So you can see rather than focusing on the dread of playing that person, what we're now doing is we're now focusing in crafting a plan, right? A game plan. So in your game plan, you focus on what they don't do well. We focus on what their weaknesses are. We create a, a playbook of strategies or routines, drills that you've created in practice to show up your, your opponent's weaknesses. Um, you can give the drills names, right? So maybe um, you have uh, three types of game plays or, or playbook plays that, that you use, or you might even have one that you just focus on that one um, drill, specific drill or something that you've done in practice that works really well to um, help open up the court or something like that. Focus on another area in the game, you focus on where you need to serve the ball and um, for, the, for the play to work for you, right? So we're, we're creating this game plan. It's really important here, Justine, that you do that. And if you're listening to me today, and, and it doesn't matter if you're not a tennis player, but you can start really thinking about, especially if you're in a team environment as well, and you're thinking about the other team, what they do well, what they don't do well, what their weapons are, what their weaknesses are, and so on, so that you can craft this, craft this game plan. So remember, we, we want to create this game plan in where we're focusing on their weaknesses. We want to create some playbook strategies or routines that we can utilize or some drills that we've created in practice to show up opponents' weaknesses. We want to give them names like the, the, the plays that we have, like it could be, I did one where I taught my nieces, um, coached my nieces soccer ball t soccer team and they had um, a game a couple of weeks ago and I created a Star Wars strategy for them, right? Keep the ball away from this Death Star that we created, right? So you could have some some plays that you, you call names as well because they're easy to remember. But remember, what we want to be doing is we're focusing on how we can create a game plan so that we can become the best player that we can become and really start identifying where the weaknesses are in our opponents so that we can get on top of that and, and produce the outcome that we want to produce is, is, the, is obviously a win, right? When we win, we feel more confident. If we don't win, it's just lessons that we can learn from, from the loss, okay? But what we're doing here is we're creating confidence so that you're going in with, with knowledge and also with power and with um, competence and confidence so that you can create the best that you can create in your game on that day. But you've done all the preparation. It's not just hitting balls. It's really understanding how the other person operates, okay? So thanks, Justine, for your question, and I'd love to hear back from you and if you're not Justine and you want to reach out to me and share me what game plan that you've actually come up with to help you really take on the opponents that you come across in your sport, that'd be great. I'd love to see it. So make sure you send that to tiff at tiffany-mica.com. So thank you. I hope you enjoyed today's first segment of Ask Tiff. I look forward to uh, hearing what you like best about what you heard today. So make sure you leave a comment wherever you hear this episode uh, below and share with me what you like best about what you heard today. 
If you haven't yet been to my website, tiffany-mica.com, I have the number one deadly mistake that athletes make. So I don't want you to be an athlete who makes this deadly mistake because this is what I believe is the number one deadly mistake athletes make and this is what will hold them back from achieving their, their sporting dreams. So make sure you go and download that. And if you've got friends that you know that would benefit from these episodes, I'd really appreciate if you could share with your friends these episodes as well. That'd be really cool. And thank you for that. Uh, so what I want you to do now is go and put your opponent's book together and I want you to dream big, believe in you, go after your dreams, have an awesome day, take care, talk soon, bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening today. If you have any questions about the frustrations that you're actually going through right now, come over and visit my site, tiffany-mika.com and you will see on the homepage I've set up Ask Tiff. Now what Ask Tiff is, is this is where you can ask me a question and I will record an episode for you on how to solve that frustration or those frustrations you're actually going through so that we can get the problem solved for you so that you're actually out there achieving your big dreams and goals. So if you want me to mention your name in the episode, happy to do so. If you don't, I can keep it anonymous. It's fine by me. But make sure you go over and and go to the Ask Tiff on the homepage of my website. If you've just got 30 seconds to spare, I'd also appreciate if you could leave a five-star review wherever you hear these episodes. And remember, take a screenshot, add the hashtag potentialwithtiff so that I can give you a shout-out for sharing these episodes on social media. I'd really appreciate it. And remember this, always, always, always dream big, believe in you, and go after your dreams.